0: Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Danny and Gallant.
1: That's exactly
2: what you want.
0: Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle.
2: Coach, congratulations.
0: Hey, well, thanks, Danny. What's Hey, you, you've improved. You're off the wall.
2: <laughs> was exactly so you're,
0: right. You were a little a patch on the wall last time. Where I'm growing.
2: I've been I've been eat, eating my vegetables, drinking my milk. Good. Your, your Seahawks team comes back, and Russell Wilson with another great day, and that was probably a great testament to your team's grit and resilience.
0: Yeah, it was a real challenge, and uh, just going on the road is a challenge in itself. And our guys came to play again. It didn't look like it early on, but uh, we were there to you know for the long haul, and we needed to be. And uh, the the mentality and the conversations on the sidelines and at halftime and coming out of halftime and guys were in, in a really good space and prepared to win the game and so when the opportunities you know arose our guys jumped at it and we got it done it was good really good win was there a specific play that you think
3: really puts out for the entire world to see the resilience that your team has
0: no, I don't have one. I don't know. Maybe you guys do. Remind me if you got one. I don't. I don't have a particular play. But uh, there was a lot of a lot of good things that happened defensively by taking the ball off him, You know, maybe uh, if there was a, a really special play, it was Ziggy's play, forcing the fumble, uh, coming out of the stack on the screen and punching the ball out and then recovering the ball. That was a great play. You know, and and uh, so, but there was a lot of big plays in the game. The block punt was really a cool play to get that done. It was great orchestration by Brian Schneider and, and uh, Larry Izzo and those guys to get it. They had it drawn up perfectly and it hit exactly like we wanted to. We got three points out instead of a touchdown, unfortunately. But
1: um, so I don't. I, those are the places to jump out, coach. Every week it seems like Tyler Locke is our your number one guy, but it seems like every week there's a different receiver that that shows up. Malik had a week. Jerome Brown had a week. This week is that something you scheme for, or does it just happen <laughs> no, organically?
0: No, it pretty much is it, it organically occurs. You know, sometimes we know uh, by the game plan and the guys we choose to run the certain routes, you know that they have chances and all that uh but it's these guys are just really good they they they're on call they're ready you know their numbers called they're going to go after it guys are catching the ball great working to get open really really well and and uh, Russ is on fire delivering the football and so they're all you know benefiting from it but uh yesterday JB had you know big game you know scoring twice but DK played great yesterday too i, I thought his his plays were really special and and of course Tyler did a couple things again that's just ridiculous you know the ingenuity, uh the creativity, uh the chemistry that you saw between he and Russell just in a flash of a moment, just like we saw last week on the touchdown, the great touchdown that they, they connected on. There's two plays in there where just Tyler's just running and he just hits the pivot and, and Russ knows it and those are totally just in the park, playing in the park and it was just great stuff.
3: And some of the plays Wilson's been making this season have been incredible. My my favorite one was the third and five right before halftime where he gets absolutely drilled. He puts a perfect ball out there to Jaron Brown yeah. for the for the touchdown. I mean to have that kind of a poise in the pocket when you're about to
0: get hit and to also put a perfect pass out there, and this is why he's one of the best. Yeah, well, Russ isn't going to – he's not going to flinch on that. He, he knew he had to get rid of the football. He's just unbelievably resilient. You know, he just keeps bouncing up and, and getting going. But that was a great play, great timing, great route, uh, beautiful job of staying in bounds too.
2: Anybody watching your team, Pete, we're accustomed to watching close games that go down the stretch of the five games you've won this season, three of them you guys have trailed at some point in the fourth quarter. What goes into having a team that is able to execute when the stakes are that high or when the game is very close down the stretch?
0: Well, I, I think there's a. we spend a lot of time on on what it takes to perform really well, you know, in difficult times and, and uh we try to create those those opportunities and we we're in the conversation a lot. We've got language for it. Uh our our guys are not unfamiliar with what it's gonna feel like when it's gonna be hard and tough and all that. I think we're we're poised there because of the preparation we'll continue to get better at it but um there's no question that this is not uh, a foreign you know kind of area to be in for us and our guys aren't looking for answers they they know where we're going they know what we're going to do they know how our our language is going to be and normally the you know the actions follow your language in, in, in the statements that you make and our guys are very clear about coming back and getting through it and and hanging to the end. Russell's phenomenal at, at, at the leadership that he brings us in that regard. And his, you know, his language in particular and his actions and everything that he demands is that it ain't ever over, you know. And, and uh, so it just happened again somewhere in the third quarter. Russ and I were starting to bump, you know, each other on the side. Like, okay, here's one of those days. You know, it's going to be one. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And uh, we had fun with it. And, and sure enough, he just came through like, a, you know, a great champion that he is.
2: Is it a matter of... Focus and, hey, it's crunch time and we've re- really got to buckle down. Is it a matter of feeling free and loose? What mindset allows players? That's,
0: good. That's a good question. The, 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 um, the mentality that, that we're promoting is that you don't have to do different things in these situations to make the results go the way you want. What you have to do is you have to do what you know how to do regardless of what the elements are around you. That's the, that's the, the discipline challenge, and it's, we're really clear about how that works. You just have to keep doing things right. And you have to do it longer than the other guys. And the other guys will usually falter, and they won't be able to hang with you, and you outlast them. So that's that's really what the mentality is all about. You do write longer than the other guys. And in that, it's, not, it's nothing outside of yourself. It's in that we're not asking for any special plays. Have, what we need to do is just stay in, the, stay in the moment, stay with it, and just keep doing the things that you know that you're prepared and you're capable of doing. And it turns out right m- way more than it does. not And so... Uh, Russ is a classic you know, illustration of that, and that's he's been doing that for a long time. And
3: this game was a perfect reinforcement of that ideal, and, and whether it was Russell Wilson or on the other side of things, Bobby Wagner getting everyone together in the second quarter, calming everyone down, and then you see the defensive performance the rest of the way where they're making plays, and they are keeping Baker, Mayfield, and company out of the end zone.
0: Yeah, the, the, the guys, they, 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 know, they know that's how we are, and, and so... You just got to keep believing, even as bleak as it may appear, you know, and, and as, as lousy as, as the start was yesterday, that um, we just can't let it waver us. And then you have a chance. And and there's also there's a patience that's involved here too, because you want if, when you get behind, it's twenty to six, and you think, oh, we gotta, we gotta we gotta get back right now. And so you try to do some stuff, or you make some calls. You know, I'm I'm constantly in the conversation with with Shadi and with Kenny. But let's just keep hanging with what we're doing. You know, let's not try to get back too fast. We don't need to throw a bomb to go to just see if we can score and put out the you know the pain of being far behind. Just keep working it, you know. And so, it's um it's really it's a pervasive mentality that that I think. You know, I've, I've liked promoting it and, and, and believe that it really does help us. And you
3: kept working that balance on offense, and Chris Carson had another 100-yard-plus day. But especially in a day where Dwayne Brown's out, George Fant steps in at left tackle, DJ Fluker's out, Jamarco Jones steps in again at right guard. Their performance to open things up for Chris Carson was really impressive, especially when you're going up against the front seven featuring Yeah, I think
0: what's really cool, Paul, when you look at the last three weeks, uh, Chris's performance has been exactly the same. He has just been totally on it. He is at his best. He's ripping and roaring and every time he gets the football and making big plays. And guys miss and dropping tacklers everywhere. But the guys up front have have continued to give us the opportunities to make those runs. And even though the guys have been changing, what happened yesterday with George coming in? You know, you know he had he had a big challenge on the edge with these guys. And Jamarco, okay, was it just the first game he got through it or, you know, he played another really consistent game. But we also lost Dish, you know. But we also lost George playing tight end. And so there's it was a double whammy there. And, and so that meant Luke and, and uh, Jake Hollister had to step up and, and come through. And, and you saw uh, Joey Hunt in there as well a little bit. Yeah, that's. It's not just one guy or two guys. It's three guys, and then the fourth guy. Even I mean, we we took some real hits yesterday, and the guys came through and continued to play well and gave us a chance. We got some stuff, some work to do. Uh, you know, to get back on track here the way we want to be. But um, I thought that was really worth mentioning, and, and I'm glad you brought it up.
1: Seems like every week Russell's doing something he hasn't done before. <coughs> um, the six straight games where he has a passer rating over 100. Last two to do that were. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Do you guys talk about the accomplishments that you know he does during the year? or Do you kind of just leave it aside? Nah, there's there's some passing comments once in a while, but we
0: don't we don't focus too much on that stuff. But uh, it's fun to you know when when the timing's right. The last thing we we'll do is be thinking about all that kind of stuff. Russ doesn't. He's he's not in, in tuned into that. But he you know like anybody you know you like to hear the good stuff. So there's there's a time and a place. Uh, we're certainly not dwelling on that though.
2: Man, that injury for Will Disley mm. certainly oh, was heartbreaking.
0: Gosh. Unbelievable what's so hard about it is he went through such a rigorous uh re- return from his the last injury. And this is a this is just a noted long if if it, well, I haven't heard the, the update today, but if it is the you know the ruptured Achilles thing like we think it is, it's just a rigorous, long uh cycle that you go through. He knows how to do it. He's got a great mentality for it. Uh he was just unbelievably talking positive in in the in the training room after the game, you know, about you know, going through it and he would pull it off and all that. But such a heartbreak for the kid. He's, he's such a wonderful guy, a great player. But he's he's just a better person and kid on the team. Uh, we're gonna miss the heck out of him. How do how do, how do thing, you, oh, you sorry. guys
2: were missing missing Dwayne Brown in the game? What's the <clears throat> prognosis for him going forward? Is the hope that a little more rest will be able to get him back on the field?
0: Yeah, that's uh, we're we're hoping if if he doesn't make it back this week, he will the next week. So um, we, we looked at it like it's probably a two week deal. Um, we need to see if that's going to, not know, we've got to look at Dwayne and listen to him and see, tell, he has to tell us how he's feeling and all. It's addressing the depth of the
3: conversation you've been having with John Schneider, I, I imagine, too, with Ed Dixon and his status at tight end. There's a lot of things that you probably guys have to figure out from a depth perspective on the line and at tight end right now.
0: Yeah, we got some work to do, and, and Johnny's all over it already. I, I, I was with Ed in the weight room this morning <laughs> getting after him, you know, making sure he's he's full going because uh, he, he's... His return, well, we were looking forward to his return. Now we need him to come back, and, and you know, it's a little bit different with, with uh, what what has transpired. So uh, the urgency is there, and hopefully he'll be able to do this thing. He's he's working really hard at it, and what a fantastic opportunity for us to have one of our
1: guys come right back to us, um, you know, in, in short order here. That, that could be great. D-line had zero sacks against the Browns. Is that, that <laughs> stat reflective on how you think the defensive line played yesterday?
0: No. No, I think this was a game plan. Um one was we were really attentive to the run. Uh, they threw a ton of quick game. They threw a ton of RPOs. RPOs are, you know, off of the run game, and it's all quick game. So we probably saw, I don't know the numbers, but it might have been 15 plays that were in that variety where you just don't have a chance. You know, the ball's coming out right now. Um, every, I know you guys are talking about it, and this is a big concern and all that kind of stuff. We're, uh, we're we're working. We would like to get a couple more marks, yeah, for sure. We want that guy going down. Um, but... uh you know it didn't happen in this game for whatever. And I I think there was has a lot to do with the game plan. There's and ours. And they were getting the ball out
3: really quickly. DeRon Reed back this week and I imagine that is going to give you a big boost, but also you got to figure out all right, how do we use him when he's coming back from not having played in 6 weeks.
0: We don't have any problem figuring that out. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have no problem. He was uh uh he was in the uh, up in the office this morning and he's like a little kid. It's it's Christmas for him. He's so excited to be back and it was so hard to just sit there and watch and wait and all that. Uh, he said he couldn't sleep last night and the whole thing, you know. So uh, he was in real early today. We won't have any problem figuring that out. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Everybody wants him back. He's he's more than just a ball player. He, he is a big figure in this, in this locker room. Uh, he's got a great spirit, great character, really, really tough. And everybody loves the guy. So <clears throat> the fact that he's coming back is a nice boost for us.
2: It's all about the ball. It's something you've often there said. There you go. And at the end of that game, the, what turned out to be the Browns' final possession – uh, your linebacker, K.J. Wright, found himself in the middle of the field. Paul compared this to you open up the cupboard, and something that you didn't know was about to fall just comes tumbling out. <laughs> and it's a matter of reaction. Here's cut number 10, what turned out to be kind of the the, the dagger in, in sealing this game for the Seattle Seahawks.
3: Talking to the receiver's near side. Mayfield looks that way, throws the slant ball. It's, bobbled. it's intercepted. K.J. Wright, the ball is tipped off of the receiver, Hilliard. K.J. Wright is right there. He reaches out. The Browns fans are heading for the exits, and K.J. Wright is heading for the end zone to kneel down and have his picture taken. The pick could seal the deal for the Seahawks today as fans for the Browns are throwing bottles at the Seahawks in the end zone, but K.J. with a huge play, four turnovers, three interceptions, one fumble by these Browns, and K.J. Wright Comes up with a huge takeaway, his
2: first pick of the season. What was that? What goes into making a play like that happen, Pete?
0: Well, that's you know we're fortunate that they threw the ball you know behind the guy and the guy didn't handle it. The guy could have caught the ball but he didn't, and it's just really great alert you know by KJ. Um, our guys are always working on catching the football. I mean, everybody in the program's got to have good hands, and and uh, that was an illustration of it. You know, the, the the it's interesting how it it happens so regularly that we talk about turnovers coming in bunches, you know, and, and it just seems to happen that way. We had a fantastic week getting after the football, and the the game followed it exactly. And uh, it was tip balls. It was different knocking the ball out just like Ziggy did on his. Um, it was just a fantastic day. The the interesting part about this game is we had four turnovers and a block kick, and, and we stopped them on the goal line, and we needed every one of those just to win by a couple points, you know. <laughs> so um, it was a huge day for us uh, in that regard, and – uh, it just continues to emphasize, for, allows us to emphasize how crucial it is to play this way. We're I don't know where we are with the league right now, but we're way up there in, in, on the top of it, you know, for turnover ratio, and Russell has had a huge uh, play in that. Um, but, of course, the defensive guys have done a great job.
3: Wright's interception was an incredible <laughs> show of hands, but also Tedrick Thompson, he continues to be right there for deflections, and, and Trey Flowers did a nice job as well. I, I want to highlight the, the two guys that helped set up the Flowers interception and the Thompson yeah. interception. Uh, Michael Kendrick's made a, an incredible play getting in the way of that receiver and, and allowing for the ball to get to Flowers. And, of course, uh, Shaquille Griffin continues to just be around the ball making plays and yeah. deflecting it for Ford Thompson. Of those two plays, between Kendrick and between Griffin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in a tough spot here. Uh, what... what uh,
0: Unstat sheet play, I guess, is the more impressive play between the two. Well, I'm going to Shaq. You know, Shaq has had a, a, a terrific start to the season. He's got a bunch of plays that he's defended. He's way ahead of the, the ratio that we look at, you know, with uh, defended passes and, and explosive plays. He's really on it and doing a great job. That play, you know, without his play on that ball, you know, that pick doesn't happen. And that was a tough route, well-timed, ball was thrown well. Uh, the coverage was great. And he, we've seen him week in and week out. Uh, you know be in this position and uh, so he's playing great football so I, I think that's the one I like the most uh, but it's a really heads up play again for Tedrick but I mean, if he made the catch he made
1: last week he's gonna make this catch yeah you know? oh yeah this is easy so, yeah this was an easy one comparatively because when I watch film it seems like the secondary is just playing faster like they're always around the ball is that something that you're seeing show up on film as well I, I think our guys are are playing better we're,
0: we're, we're settling in and, and digging into our coverages and Reading routes better and, and, and breaking on the ball with more confidence, uh, Shaq has a big play in that, um, of course, because he he's been very consistent. But uh, I I would also attribute that we've got competition still at the safety spots. You know, you notice we played, uh, uh, Elano played yesterday, and and uh, Marquise played also in the game. Those guys we like to continue to keep them rolling through, uh, and, and contributing it, just because they 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 deserve it. You know, they deserve the play time, and they're good, and we want to keep that variety happening and let the competition keep bringing. Uh, the focus that's always been our theme you know I mean, if you if, if you're competing guys have to battle and so that it keeps them at their best and so it's a good part of our, our of our team right now and we need to we need these plays it's great to see the, the bunches happen that was a blast yesterday
2: there's a moment there in the second quarter after the the Browns have scored I think their third touchdown of the game the throw to the the, the tight end Bobby Wagner gathers the guys up and and gave an impassioned message did you feel that had an impact on the way you guys played? no doubt,
0: no doubt it was it was one of those there's a moment you know there's moments in these games when when statements can be made appropriately and and they can be meaningful and uh that's a play that the play that they hit is is kind of a trick play We see it all the time our guys do it we it's a standard play, but it's a very well designed play and they hit it perfectly and we should have we had the ability to make that play on the on a on it, and uh that was I think uh just a moment that you know we just can 't keep doing this stuff we can 't keep making it easy on them you know and uh so Bobby um in the true leader that he is you know he, he took the moment and, and did exactly the right thing, just what everybody needed and we really played from that point on, we played really good football, We gotta remember in the game now they had an eighteen yard drive and a twenty something yard drive you know after the kick return and, and uh after the bad punt and so um you know. That This was a much better game than the numbers look uh, you know, in terms of how we played. So we're really excited about where we're going. We know we can continue to get better. Uh, there's things happening, and, and uh, uh, Jay Reed coming back is a huge boost to us, and he'll be a factor in the running game and the passing game as well as just the overall mentality. Uh, we're, we're getting better today, and hopefully we can keep going.
3: You said to us last week that you're you're always an optimist, and when you see uh, possible pass interference on the field, you 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 want that pass interference to get called. There was a moment in the end zone where Tyler Lockett looked like he was getting held. Did did you see that? And did you think to yourself, you know what, I I would like to challenge this, but with the way that pass interference penalties have not really been overturned this year, I'm I'm, I'm just not going to throw the flag on this one. Yeah, there,
0: there's um you know we're we're figuring it out. My my numbers aren't too good. I, I heard you know on, on my challenges so far, but I figured out kind of. How we're going about it, more so, and just because we have enough I- input now, and there's some opportunities, you know, you just don't need to go to, you know, they just they're just not going to turn. The, th- Tyler scored a touchdown, in my opinion, you know, they, but it was really hard to. I, it was really hard one to overturn. I'm surprised they did that yeah, one. Spot of know. ball is hard yeah, one, too. We still scored, and everything worked out great, and, and no big deal there. Um, but there are some there, – there, I think we're gaining enough information now and sense for how they're going to do it. They're going to be very, very hesitant to change a call. And so
1: we just need to know that's got to be really, really obvious or they won't do it. So in the majors when uh, a player hits their first home run, you know they come to the dugout and everyone kind of ignores them. With Trey Flowers getting his first pick, is there something special <laughs> you guys do for him after the games?
0: Uh th- no, I think it was it was just so much in the flow of the game that uh and, and there was a little controversy about, you know, him getting up off the ground, you know, and all that kind of stuff. He did the right thing, you know, he he stayed down and and, and the officials figured it out. Uh uh you know, Odell was trying to That's kind of sneaky steal play. The yeah, it was a good job. You know, smart. They, you know, it's a good good smart play, but um, so it kind of took a little bit of the edge off it because we had to wait for the, you know, the decision and all that. But um, uh, we'll see what happens today. I'll, I'll let you
2: know more. He's the coach, Pete Carroll. Uh, if I wasn't a superstitious person, I might ask you about Russell Wilson's interception streak. But we're not going to bring that up at all. We're not going to bring that the fact that he hasn't thrown a pick yet. We will not bring that, that topic you up you at all. Would you talk
0: about a no-hitter in the eighth inning or whatever? No, nope, you, know, you, really you
2: certainly don't. Game. You don't bring it up, and not unless you're going you're to get excoriated by anybody. It was a great win, Pete. It's It's a blast to watch your team play. And congratulations. We look forward to watching you this next week. We're
0: really excited about getting out on the road like that. It's it's a great start to the season, and it it lets us know that uh, we can go anywhere. And that's a a real important thing to have on your side. So uh, we're fired up. Here we go. Bring those Ravens in.